Hello, my name is Greta Harrison. Welcome to Born Fabulous Podcast, Episode 17 of Season 2. The theme of this season is changing the world one friendship at a time. You will hear interviews with best friends. One person happens to have a disability and the other does not. This episode is the second of an eight-part interview with Micah Fialka Feldman and his best friend, Tori Cedar. Micah Fialka Feldman is well-known as one of the stars of Dan Habib's acclaimed movie, Intelligent Lives. He is a teaching assistant at Syracuse University, a keynote speaker, and an author. Micah's best friend, Tori Cedar, is a graduate student working on her doctorate. She and Micah have been best friends for about six years. Tori does not have a disability. In this episode, you will get to know Micah and Tori. You will hear more about their friendship and how they are allies. Please enjoy this short clip of Love is a Potion. The lyrics are by Melissa Riggio, who was the focus of episodes one through four in season one. The music and voice are by Rachel Fuller. Tori, how would you describe your friendship with Micah? Definitely, um, Micah's the kind of person that um, he, he, like I've described before, he's a lot of, uh, he's a big connector in a lot of different ways. Um, I would say what started as, uh, Micah definitely started as someone in my life that I look to for um, kind of guidance in, um, especially in the disability community um, early on in my stages of, of navigating um, you know, kind of what I was going to do for, for my career um, and, and grad school and stuff. Micah was someone that uh, always, I, I call him like, you know, my, my voice of reason, my backbone, um, which essentially what that means is that whenever I worried or had a question or if I'm, am I doing this right? Am I doing this the right way? Um, Micah was a lot of my answer to that question. Um, and then that kind of stemmed into what started as kind of, um, more of like a colleague type colleague relationship then turned into obviously one of my, you know, taking away from walking away from college was, you know, one of my greatest friends from undergrad. Um, and we talk daily and, um, he's continues to be that like, you know, a lot of advice as any friendship is a lot of, you know, he's a great listener. Um, and you know, he's definitely been someone that's been there for me, um, in all different aspects, not just, um, Micah isn't just a role that I look at when I, when I have questions about the disability community. Um, Micah is my question for my workouts and, and so is, you know, his workouts and, um, what marathon am I running next? And, um, you know, we're talking about what food we ate during the day. I mean, it, it has, it has come to such, you know, a day to day, everyday friendship than just like a, a colleague type. I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but <laughs> you, you are, you are. And I, and I really love when you said 
that when you were uncertain and you were beginning on the journey that you're on now to really be a strong ally for the disability community, that Micah was a source that you went to Mm -hmm. because so often, you know, there's a saying, and I know Micah loves the saying, nothing about us without us. Right. And so obviously we have to consult self-advocates and I'm so Mm -hmm. glad that you just go straight to the source. So that's Mm -hmm. it. And we know Micah is direct. We're going to be get, getting to that shortly. <laughs> he will he will tell you that. So Micah, let's let's hear about you. How you would describe your friendship with Tori? Uh, it's friendly. It's outgoing. It's everything about me and Tori. I just we are great friends for life, and it's just a great friendship. I couldn't ask for a better friend and. And, um, yeah. And you're very, very good about showing your gratitude all the time. Um, yeah. you, you show gratitude for and everything I, in life. And I, and I asked Amanda and Tori if, if I'm ever sending too many text messages and they say, oh, um, they like say, oh, oh, we will tell you if I'm, if I'm ever sending that, uh, Send, sending uh, too many messages. Tori, does he send too many messages? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Um, and if he did, I would tell him. So I think we have that, that kind of, um, you know, comfortability with each other. But no, he doesn't. I mean, best friends talk every day. And they worry about things with each other. And Micah definitely is the one to check in with us all the time, you know, like, especially with everything going on this week, as you've discussed, Greta, um, you know, we have a group chat, me, Micah and Amanda. Um, and it's, you know, when we get up in the morning, how are we all feeling? What's going on? What's, you know, touch base if you need us type thing. And, and that's, that's what we do every day. That's great. That's, and I'm sure that his text messages probably make you happy many times when you might not be feeling happy. So definitely, definitely. I mean, self-care right now and, and support from each other is, 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 you know, absolutely necessary. So, and it's, it's needed. And that's what Micah gives us a lot of. So that's good. That's good. So let's talk about what you guys like to do when you're together. Now let's think about the times before we are, self-isolating and showing social distance and all of these things. The time before this, what did you like to do together? And let's give Uh, some examples. We like to run. We like to take walks. We like to give hugs to each other. We like to go out to lunch or dinner. We like to go to movies. We like to do, we like to do a lot of stuff like any other friend does. And when you guys run, do you talk while you run? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes that's hard, but (laughs) you know, we, we work with it. We do. And you've had some really, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've had some really serious talks on those benches, haven't you? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think we, we we literally were just talking about that last night um, when we met, because to this day it's, I, I spoke about this in, I spoke about this conversation in a lot of different, um, settings. Um, but what, what year that was, it was 18, 2018. Um, 
and jump in, Micah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, Syracuse kind of, uh, the university itself was in a little bit of some, some turmoil um, because there was a fraternity on campus oh, yeah. um, that really, a video leaked during some kind of like hazing process and a video leaked, um, it's like kind of, it's, it's just really hard to talk about, um, that. It was like a video, like how, like, it's a video, like they like, Put, like put down like people with disabilities and they like said some like um things that they shouldn't have said and they like and the thing and and I don't think they like got in trouble. Maybe they got in trouble and they but the stuff is they got in trouble then they sued the university because they wanted to get money or I don't know but it was yeah, bad. The comments were just um Terrible. really heinous to all different um communities. Um, not, it was not, it was the disability community of, yeah, but it was, you know, African-Americans, Hispanic, like Jewish. Um, it was, it was horrifying, like absolutely horrifying. Um, and the video leaked, it went, it was on like news channels. Like it wasn't just like a Syracuse university. Like it was people, I had like family from home calling me about it. Um, and it was something that really rocked our community, especially at Inclusive View and our staff. And um, so what had happened that week was the, um, what would you call the like, like the president, the student body, the student yeah. body, um, student government, that's what it was, um, reached out to Inclusive View because they wanted people to, who were um, like leaders. Yeah of the like each of these communities that were basically targeted um to kind of come together and have like a question in it like you know q a type uh feel for how the university could better support these communities in times of um this need and how we as a university could kind of come back um and like what we were doing next essentially um and I had gotten a phone call about um, being one of the people yeah. to to sit up there and answer these questions. And at first, I I was just horrified. Yeah. Like I um, I was like absolutely. I didn't want. I, at first, I didn't want to. I Micah was my first phone call, and as well as um, Dr. Diane Weiner, who is also a huge name in in our community. Um, and those, I had conversations with both of them, but my conversation with Micah, um, I said, I came down with him. I, I, we were sitting, um, on a bench on uh, near Marshall street. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I, I like, I, I don't think that I should be up there. Um, I don't want to be, I feel like the work that we've done here, um, it makes me feel like it's gone out the window. Like all we do every day is, is preach and uh, inclusion and just um, how could this, how can this be happening? And um, I was horrified and I really just didn't feel like I was, I don't know, qualified to be up there. Um, And and this is like a common, not a common theme conversation that I think we have, but um, that me being in this community and being an ally um, has been something that, is a, like it is my life. It's a huge, huge part of my life. 
Um, however, I will never be someone with an intellectual dis- disability. Um, and I think for me, that was why, like, I, di- I didn't want to be up there. I wanted us to be up there together. And I know that it's hard because like the university knows that I work with inclusive view and yeah, we're going to, we're going to call her cause that makes sense. Um, but in my eyes, I didn't know. I just was uh, kind of a mess. And, um, I sat down with Micah and do you want to talk about what you kind of told me to do? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> I don't even remember what I said. You know, it's not, that's also what's funny about it is that like these conversations that like hit people so hard, like that's like, this is perfect. Cause like that, Micah is just Micah. Like for him, that that conversation might not, uh, clearly might not have stood out (laughs) as like my favorite conversation of all time, because that is Micah. Like this is perfect. Actually perfect that this is happening right now because (laughs) it just goes to show that this conversation was just like any other conversation in his life. Um, but he basically was like, no, like you are like, we are each other's ally. You know, like you are mine and I am yours. And regardless, like I'm going to be sitting right there across from you and my voice is going to be with you. You're just going to be the one sitting there. Right. And then I said, then I said, I think because I'll like be there and, and she'll have like many support people there and, for that will support her and I tell her, yeah, you, you'll do a good job. And... Right. Because there was times like throughout the, it was like a two hour yeah, thing. It was, it was, it was long. long. I like was sweating <laughs> and it was, but there was, you know, whenever I needed some kind of like reset of, of like calm or just like a voice that I knew, I just looked to my crew and, and it, Micah was, you know, the person that I would, look to just to, to be like, okay, like I'm just sitting like, I, these are, th- these are the voices that we are all speaking together. Yes. It's, it's, it's my voice, but we are all, we are, are speaking together when, when we talk about what um, this experience has been like for the, for that past week. Um, and it was, it was, it was, it was really hard, but that conversation, um, kind of has been something that Mike and I have continued to talk about of just um, us and our, our advocacy and allyship together as, as friends and how we navigate that in our world. Micah, I think that's really important that you're recognizing allies and the fact that we all need allies. And I think that's one of the many things you bring to the table is putting a spotlight on these things. So Thank you for that. Are there any other stories from the bench that you want to share? Uh, oh, yeah. And I think she helped me during, during my time of trying to, um, when I was dating Megan in the movie, of, after the movie came out, I was trying to decide of how long, mm. how long to, like, date her and how long to, like, keep going. And I talked to her and many other people to try to just figure out how to, like, how to, like, I like know that it was a good idea to, well, not a good idea, but a good thing to like, like go our separate and yeah. tr- and just knew that if I would have kept dating, most things wouldn't have changed. You just weren't a good fit. Yeah, but it was an experience. Yeah, it and, was. 
And just like, as, as you said earlier, just like any other friends, you talk about stuff like that. That's how you talk through relationships. And that's very good. Thank you for listening to Born Fabulous Podcast's 17th episode of Season 2. I hope you enjoyed it and want to hear more. If you would like to see this episode, it is available on YouTube and on bornfabulouspodcast.com. The friendship between Micah and Tori is a joy to see as well as hear. In Episode 18, Micah and Tori will talk about inclusive view at Syracuse University, guardianship, and one-liners. To see some photos and videos of Micah and Tori, or to sign up for our email list, please go to www.bornfabulouspodcast.com. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, find us on Twitter at PodcastBorn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're also on Pinterest. I'd be honored if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Now, please enjoy this clip of Love is a Potion. The lyrics are by Melissa Riggio, who was the focus of episodes one through four in season one. The music and voice are by Rachel Fuller. Love.